This series of interviews was conducted before the COVID-19 outbreak. While we engage in mutual aid efforts and digital organizing, we think it's critical to continue releasing stories about community-led institutions that can support New Yorkers through our current crisis and make New York City neighborhoods more resilient going forward as we build a new economy that works for all. Hi, and welcome to Let's Be Real, a new economy project podcast. I'm your host, Julian Robinson. The next four episodes of Let's Be Real focused on the New York State Community Equity Agenda, a statewide coalition that is calling for economic development that is community-led and grounded in community wealth building and racial and economic justice. Each episode zooms in on an equity agenda priority, from promoting community-controlled financial institutions to ending wealth extraction in New York. This episode, we sit down with Melissa Marcus, CEO of Genesee Co-op Federal Credit Union, a cooperative, member-owned financial institution in Rochester, New York. In our interview, we discuss the Equity Agenda's recent victory, securing the first-ever funding for New York's Community Development Financial Institution, or CDFI fund, the importance of building statewide power to fight entrenched economic and racial injustice, and why the Equity Agenda Coalition is fighting for transformational change. Strap in, strap hangers, and let's be real. Melissa Marcus has been the Chief Executive Officer of Genesee Co-op Federal Credit Union since 2006. The credit union, which accepted its first deposit in 1982, now serves 3,800 members and holds $24 million in deposits for residents in and around Rochester, New York. We opened our interview by asking Melissa how the credit union got its start. We are one of the upstate credit unions that got its start through a food co-op. In the 60s and 70s, a lot of food co-ops got started and then down the road, people who were interested in the politics of food uh, started uh, this credit union along with some other credit unions in Buffalo and Syracuse and Ithaca. Um, We, there was organizing to get the credit union started in the late 70s and we got our charter in uh, December of 1981. Next, we asked Melissa what the credit union's organizing and advocacy looked like before getting involved in the Equity Agenda Coalition. I think, you know, probably the way I'm going to frame this kind of in a longer term arc is we um, had been involved at the local level in the Greater Rochester Community Reinvestment Coalition, right? And it was you know, focused around trying to talk to the banks and potentially hold up a merger um, with banks uh, to get them to commit to uh, doing financing in the city of Rochester and to, you know, really providing mortgages and small dollar loans and, you know, uh, trying to increase uh, access to capital to benefit low and moderate income census tracts and people of color. Um, but, you know, they would often, you know, make promises, but then their delivery or their ability, our ability to see that they actually made, you know, how many loans did they make, you know, that by that point, they'd already gotten their merger and they really were not forthcoming with the kind of data that, you know, could show us that they were doing the lending. And so, you know, I kind of got sick and tired, honestly, <laughs> of that strategy where I was like, these banks are not committed to lending. I think they, they see it as a public relations issue, not truly about investing 
in city neighborhoods that are looking for access to capital. Melissa went on to describe how the equity agenda has coalesced around a different organizing strategy, one that pushes for community-led affirmative solutions to disinvestment and redlining. The equity agenda coalition, right, is really forward thinking. And um, for me, the exciting part of the equity agenda coalition is it isn't just like on trying to prohibit or trying to, you know, encourage, you know, actors or corporations to do good things. It's really saying, you know, in a forward way that what are the solutions that are going to help our neighborhoods grow and thrive and uh, residents to really have ownership and control. So the support of community development financial institutions and community development credit unions um, and trying to get a New York State-based CDFI fund. It's very attractive. The support for community uh, land trusts and the support for worker-owned co-ops. Those are all, you know, um, democratically operated uh, community development strategies that significantly make a difference and potentially make a difference in people's lives and in lives of a community, not just, you know, an individual strategy. I'm actually involved in City Roots Community Land Trust in Rochester, which is a three-year-old community land trust, and I serve on the board of that land trust. Uh, And I'm also on the board of Own Rock, which is a worker-owned cooperative business development for uh, worker co-ops here in Rochester. Mm -hmm. So, you know, in all three cases, uh, you know, the it exactly aligns with the, what the Equity Agenda Coalition is about, um, uh, as well as you know the Equity Agenda Coalition takes a, is a has a very strong stance against predatory lending practices, which is uh, the way I experienced throughout my 22-year career in credit unions, um, in particular among people of color, the level of equity stripping and predatory lending that I've seen happen um, in communities of color and, and, and in minority, uh, low-income census tracts. So that's been difficult. I mean, that's why it's so important to have the Equity Agenda Coalition. With these values at its core, the Equity Agenda has many legislative priorities for 2020. Melissa gave an overview of the priority most directly related to her work getting the state to allocate funds to the Community Development Financial Institution, or CDFI fund. To that end, you know, I think we did laid the groundwork and, you know, I are hoping and hopeful to get a CDFI fund, one that has been established since I think 2007, but hasn't had any, you know, true deep funding. That would be the first in the nation to get funded at the state level. That's super exciting. And so, you know, the possibilities of what that can mean for New York to have that same level of uh, uh, support that, you know, has been more challenging at the federal level uh, to, to get, you know, more, much more competitive, more difficult to have that the New York state add to that would be tremendously beneficial. And uh, in particular for uh, communities who have uh, not had the benefit of uh, having investments made by our current banking 
system and sector. And, and, and I want to just give you a specific example of that, which is, so our little, you know, $24 million credit union in 2018, oh, 2017, I have to say, uh, we made more mortgages in the city of Rochester than J.P. Morgan Chase. You know, so th- that to me, when I first saw that, and I'm talking number of mortgages, right? Um, J.P. Morgan Chase put more dollars in the city of Rochester, uh, but our little credit union did. Uh, more mortgages than J.P. Morgan Chase. You know, so that to me speaks to why our city continues to struggle with poverty, you know, extreme poverty, and uh, because uh, we don't have a financial system that is willing to deeply invest in, in our city. These are big structural problems to take on alone. We asked Melissa to describe the benefits of building power statewide to work on these issues. Right. Well, I think one of the really important parts of the Equity Agenda Coalition is it just even spreading the word, sharing the stories, sharing the information, you know, to Albany and among our legislators and with the legislative staff. So the issues of what's affecting and impacting people of color and low-income communities can be more front and center within Albany, right, where public policy is made and where decision of uh, budget and how the, the New York State budget is created is decided, right? So the coalition is a, is a way to have statewide strength and statewide attention on issues impacting people of color and low-income communities. You know, for me, one of the most important parts um, that it's also done within the framework of forward thinking, hey, let's not just focus on the problem. Here are some great solutions that are going to help build uh, our communities and increase the uh, wealth of both individuals and the community in a democratic framework that is... um, true to the heart of what, you know, we're trying to, who we're trying to be in the United States uh, is to me the, the, the thing that excites me and makes me want to be part of, you know, makes me want our institution to be part of the, the work of the, the coalition. Thanks for tuning in. Since recording this interview, the coalition has already had a major breakthrough, a commitment from the governor to put $5 million in the New York State CDFI fund. And the coalition is just getting started. To learn more about Genesee Co-op Federal Credit Union, visit www.genesee.coop. To follow the Equity Agenda Coalition this legislative session, you can visit our website, neweconomynyc.org equityagenda. Thanks again, and see you next time.